Welcome to the Nifty Chicks. In this episode, we had the insider track with senior reporter for Yahoo Finance, Jennifer Schonberger. We discuss the current market conditions, future of crypto, what it's going to take to get more women into crypto, and her experience being a badass chick in the world of finance. Let's do this. Welcome to the Nifty Chicks. Hi, Minty. So what's going on? Oh, you know, just another day in paradise and uh, doing some planning for next week. Oh, and what is next week? Oh, um, there's this thing. It's just this little small event that's happening in New York. Uh, I think in NFT NYC. Hell yeah. And we're going to be on a panel and it's going to be so much fun. Yeah. And the day this episode comes out will be the day we are speaking at NFT NYC. That's right. So at this point, if it's going to be aired, then we will have already had our panel. So hopefully we are seeing you at this very moment while this is airing out with a web she event. That's where we're going to be heading after our panel. So hopefully we'll be seeing you there. Yes. Join us. That's right. Amazing. Yep. So I'm really excited about our guest today, Jennifer Schonberger. She is amazing. Uh, She is a journalist for Yahoo Finance. And I feel like this is a little bit of a different episode than what we normally do. It was funny because we were on, I was on chatting with her before you came on. And I was like, I have a feeling you and Jen FT are going to get along really well because. You're both journalists and you're both in finance. So that's yeah. right. So yeah. I didn't and really we, talk very much during this episode. <laughs> and I really didn't want to commandeer the interview, but I just had so much, like so many questions to ask her. And um, it, she's awesome. I totally, I totally understood. And I knew that it was going to be a, a lot of you and her having yeah. conversations because yeah. some of that stuff is just a little bit up here for me. And know? that's okay. That's okay. Yeah. Um, it, you know, but it was, it was great. It was a great conversation. So I say yeah. we go ahead and, and get to it. Let's do it. Welcome to the Nifty Chicks. We are excited to have Jennifer Schonberger here from Yahoo Finance and I'm really excited to speak with you today, Jennifer, because I think you're going to bring something to the Nifty Chicks that we haven't really had before. And that is like a deep dive into what is happening in the world of finance and crypto and and all that. So give us a little bit of your background and your your story. Oh, thanks so much for having me. It's great to be on with you ladies. Raw, raw girl power finance. (laughs) Uh, So my background. Okay. I don't know how far back we want to go here. Uh, We don't have to go that far back. (laughs) I I would just say that I got interested in finance because I was introduced by my dad um, and I decided to give it a go in college and I thought it was really interesting, but always wanted to be a journalist. So decided to combine the two. And I've been a financial journalist for years now, and I love it. I love um, talking to experts on a daily basis, um, really learning about markets uh, and the economy, different asset classes now that I've started to cover crypto, um, and really just taking that information and sharing it to better inform the public so they can make better informed decisions. It's a real privilege. That's great. Yes. 
That's great. You must be, I mean, um, so I actually studied journalism too. And, uh, you know, some of the aspects of you're constantly learning, constantly like expanding your horizons. And um, I found the journalism world to be very humbling because you're not the one to know um, the answers. Uh, you're you're supposed to be absorbing the the, the right information. So um, super cool. And I love the fact, like you just said, women in finance, there's not enough of us here. There's just- No, more. no, we need more. We need more women in crypto too. Yes, yes, totally agree. Are you seeing um, a, any sort of shift in more women coming to the crypto space? So I think it's still largely men at this point. There's an education gap that needs to be filled. And at Yahoo Finance, we are certainly striving to do that. And I guess my pitch would be to women, like it's never too late to start learning. And we're still very much in the early innings of crypto right now. And and yes, we are in a bear market. And I'm not saying go jump in two feet, but it's a good time to start learning about the space and learning how maybe if that's a right fit for your investment portfolio or just how the technological applications could shape our economy and how that could be played in the future. That's great. I think um, one of the things that you touched on is an educational gap um, for women stepping into the space. We have found the same as as well um, on our personal journeys into the NFT space. You know, we and uh, uh, um, Minty Sell and I always talk about the fact that when we were new to the space and we were Googling, you know, how to set up a MetaMask, how to navigate Discord, all these kind of new tools and resources for the crypto space, it was always dudes or bros on these videos. <laughs> that is bro. bro. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And so um, I just love the fact that you, um, you specifically and Yahoo Finance is really trying to be a resource to women who are new to the space and who might be a little intimidated by all that it, there is to learn. So yeah. Much. And we've got like 9,000 crypto ticker offerings. Um, and we recently just launched a, what we're calling a cultural asset index. Um, and it's kind of the first of its kind. It, it tracks more than a thousand assets that represent um, just shy of, I think, um, 500 million. Um, in total market cap. And it's like everything from like trading cards to sports memorabilia, um, securitized NFTs. I think the thinking is perhaps laying out an index eventually to try to track NFTs. But I think there hasn't really been anything that's tracked collectibles before. And so Yahoo Finance is really trying to um, go into the educational foray and, you know, reporters like me um, trying to educate through our reporting as well. I love that. That's going to be so helpful. It's <laughs> needed, right? I think yeah. that, I think that one of the reasons, you know, um, we're seeing obviously a huge drop in NFTs right now and values along with side the rest of the crypto space. Um, yes, but I think sad. that a lot of people are, are losing money right now because they didn't do the proper due diligence. They didn't understand what they were investing in, not unlike what happened during the financial crisis. And so this is really a teachable moment. Um, you know, people need to understand who is putting out these NFTs just because a famous person puts it out doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to perform well. And what is the vision for that? And is there a community around it? Um, these are just some of the basics I feel like that, that people can start with to try to do some research. 
Yeah, hundred percent. And you talked so, about it's it's so true. I was just gonna say we just talked about this in the news. Um, the scammer inventing Anna. It's putting out NFTs and it's like, okay, she's a known scammer. She's in jail for scamming, yet people are going to go buy these NFTs from her. Like it. Well, I, I, that's not a sign of a top in mania and a bubble. I don't really know what is. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. Like yeah. that place.com 2000 to a whole nother level. <laughs> right. Right. Actually, I wanted to um, ask your opinion on that. So you touched on the markets, right? So mm -hmm. obviously anybody who's listening to this episode about the time that we are recording this and airing it um, knows that the markets uh, have taken a pretty steep downturn. People who've been in, in the markets have seen their account drop, you know, 80%, some even more than that. And so I wanted to get your opinion or kind of thoughts on, you know, some of the, um, is this, is this, I've heard a couple of different opinions on this being good for crypto mm -hmm. um, because it's going to shake out a lot of the kind of the people who really, exactly, mm -hmm. exactly. So I want to hear from you uh, now that, because you've got such an awesome perspective because you get to talk to so many people. Mm -hmm. I want to hear from you. You've taken all these thoughts, your synthesis on like what's going on in the markets. I know it's a big question. Yeah, that's, it's starting from like the top down, you know, 64,000 foot level. I mean, this is a bear market cycle, right? And crypto is a market just like stocks and bonds. So we are in a bear market cycle and there are high correlations between crypto, which is clearly proven to be a risk asset mm -hmm. um, along with stocks. And I think that so long as the Federal Reserve continues to raise interest rates to combat inflation, um, and you're going to you're seeing continued volatility in the stock market, recession risk is on the table. I think that you're going to continue to see volatility, and there will be pressure on crypto. Um, to your point about shaking out the losers, of course, anytime you have a market cycle like this, you're it's survival of the fittest. Mm -hmm. And the cream will rise to the top. To borrow a phrase from Warren Buffett, you always figure out who's been skinny dipping when the time <laughs> runs out, right? The thing is that crypto is a little bit of a different asset class than stocks because they don't generate cash flows. It's based on um, a lot on sentiment, what the next person is willing to pay for that right. asset. Mm -hmm. So I think that differentiates it a little bit. Um, it makes it a little bit harder to call um, in terms of when we come out of what people are calling a crypto potential crypto winter, which is, as I said, I think it's just another a bear market cycle. Um, mm -hmm. I think when when things start to turn and sentiment starts to turn is probably when you start to see things um, sprout up again. You see the green sprouts, but I think it's going to be a tough haul again so long as the Fed is raising rates. Yeah. I think one of the things that was really surprising to me, stepping into a little bit more of the crypto space a year or two ago, um, and specifically the NFT, is how correlated it is to the equity market. Mm -hmm. My gosh, for so many reasons, it's so different. It's like, I mean, Goldman didn't even call it an asset class for a, quite some time until recently. They actually categorized as, as a, they will be, they say the words asset class associated with crypto. So like, help me understand kind of from your perspective, why there's such a strong correlation when it's a completely different asset class. 
Yeah, it is a completely different asset class. Like I said, it it doesn't have the same features of a stock, right? All. It doesn't it doesn't generate revenue. It doesn't generate yeah. profits. There's no right. cash flow, right? Very it, little fundamental analysis. Can very be done little here. fundamental analysis. <laughs> it's more like a commodity, really, especially right. when you think of it in the vein of like a Bitcoin, right? Because mm -hmm. it's supply and demand. There's gonna it's scarcity, right? So right. in theory, if you have finite demand and I mean finite supply and demand is is strong then sure you know michael saylor will be right it will go into the millions but it remains to be seen you know what the believers are there um but in terms of like what differentiates as an asset class it's so nascent right now it's so new and so i think we need to see whether it is going to be used as alternative forms of payment that may be um, something that we see more adopted internationally, I think, than domestically eventually. Right. Um, right. Or if it's more about when you bet on crypto, the technological applications. And what do I mean there? I mean, applying blockchain to the financial sector so that you're settling trades faster. Right now, it takes three days to settle a trade. If right. you're able to settle that instantaneously, then you get back a lot of that capital that's being tied up. And oh, yeah. so then you create greater velocity of money that goes faster and more economic growth as a result of that. And maybe like on the NFT side, it's using that technology to underpin, um, you know, using it as bundles of rights, like to protect IP, like songs. Mm -hmm. So um, or smart contracts, right? Like maybe when you sign a real estate deal, it's not these PDFs that we email back and forth to each other. It's a smart contract, which is essentially the underpinning technology. Right. Right. Yeah. It's, it's fascinating to see, to watch kind of this, as you say, you know, the bear market, the bear trend happening. Um, and I think one of the, the sad things is right now we're in an opera, we're in a, a, an awesome spot to bring more people into this specific world of NFTs um, and because there's a lot of opportunity that's coming from the world of NFTs. But at the same time, we've got people um, who are like, whoa, 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 I'm not touching that with the 10 foot pole because uh, the Terra Luna, you know, mm -hmm. crisis and crash, the Celsius where people are not able to withdraw their own money. And mm -hmm. there's a lot of reason to be scared and very skeptical and very cautious about this. And especially for women who are generally naturally more risk averse, how do we um, help encourage people to explore with caution, but but explore? Don't don't be so afraid. How do we do that? Yeah, well, I would say right now, I mean, I wouldn't I wouldn't jump in the equity market now either. Right. So I, I I'm not I'm not so sure I would recommend like go into crypto right now unless you are willing to risk losing money. If you have money that you are willing to just play around with, and if you lose it, you're fine financially, then, and you should consult your financial advisor. Let me be clear. Like, um, so, but if you're willing to go- Not into, financial advice. Right. Not if, you're, if you're willing to play with like a hundred bucks or something like that, just as a as a learning tool to facilitate, like by all means, and in, and in general, people should never invest more money than they're willing to lose in worst right. case scenario. Um, but doing the due diligence, as we talked about at the beginning of this interview, reading Yahoo Finance, going to resources, even like Coinbase has a lot of the basics mm -hmm. on there mm -hmm. to try to, you don't have to go far to try to dig into this stuff to understand how it works. Um, but I think as the technology becomes 
um, more immersed um, over the next five years, um, people will begin to see it more and perhaps begin to get more comfortable with it. I also think what will bring people into the space is eventually when regulators put in the proper guardrails to protect investors. Because once you have that, you have more players in the space. And when you have more players, that generates more liquidity and more stability and less volatility. Yeah. So, uh, and that's coming. Washington is working on that right now, but it's going to be some time. It's not going to happen this year. So um, we actually just talked about this in our last uh, episode that we recorded on regulations. And um, for so many people in the crypto space who are a bit anti-government, anti-centralized, you know, centralized, like they love the fact that it's, everything is decentralized or a lot of things are decentralized, um, help those people understand why regulation might actually benefit the space. I know you said more players, more liquidity, mm -hmm. but um, is there anything to convince people who are anti-government, anti-regulation that this is, this is really for the better? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, let's just look at Celsius, right? We saw people who had put tons of money. There was just an article in the Wall Street Journal actually the other day about a guy who put $100,000 in and he thought, well, you know, yields are so low, I can get 18, up to 18% out of Celsius, yeah. right? The, it's a crypto lender for people who, who don't know who are listening to this, right. um, where you, you, you donate your tokens, you give your tokens and you get yield back on it. So um, with the gyrations that have been going on in the crypto markets, uh, there have been a lot of withdrawals and Celsius decided that we don't have the money right now and we're putting everything on pause and we're not going to let people get their money back. So if there are proper rules in place that are akin perhaps, and I, I'm not saying that this is what they're going to do or this is the only way to protect, but if you're dealing with a typical brokerage like a Fidelity, for instance, and you hold an account and your assets are there, if Fidelity goes bankrupt, your assets are protected. You get them back. That's not the case with crypto. So with Celsius, you've lost your money if they're insolvent, which they appear right. to be on the path to insolvency. They have hired lawyers. So I think once those rules are put in place, that will create um, more of a safety mechanism um, yeah. to protect people who there like there's no rules over what we call custody, basically. Um, so I think that's part of it. And I think we really need to tackle hacks as well. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a scary <laughs> yeah. place. It's a it really is. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, interesting that that you say that we talk almost every news segment that we do on our weekly news segment. There's another major hack or yeah, scam. It's like, oh, they were hacked. Or, oh, they were hacked. Oh, they were scammed. Oh, they yeah. were somebody stole. Yeah, we really. I mean, and if you, if you look at President Biden's executive order, he really has um, tasked. Um, the entire government was looking at how to regulate crypto, right? It's not just the market um, regulators. It's not just the SEC and the CFTC. Right. It's it's looking at the intelligence agencies as well, because obviously this is an issue as well. Um, yeah. Ransomware attacks continue to persist. Yeah. Yeah. I think the regulation is, is good from a, I mean, ultimately they're there. I believe that, you know, 
regulatory law is there to protect us. Hopefully, mm-hmm. that is the main goal. And um, and I think if if people feel a little bit more safe uh, with their investments, right? These are hard earned dollars that people have made, and are they're making a choice. And so it's important to them. It's not we say like so many people, you know always invest, only invest money that you're willing to lose. Mm-hmm. But for most people, they're like, I can lose a hundred dollars. But then when they actually do lose a hundred dollars, they're like, oh crap, like that's, that's big. So mm-hmm. it's amazing, especially when that hundred dollars grows to a thousand dollars within a couple of days. And you're like, wow, this is amazing. It's crashing, crashing down <laughs> just like something crashing. did. <laughs> <laughs> That was literally perfect timing. I know. Oh, this is going in the bloopers for sure. <laughs> Speaking about crashing. You were on a good train. That was my new ring light just falling over. Well, oh, I don't my gosh. It's so right funny. Now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, I have an answer for that. And now my watch is talking <laughs> to me. He's British, too, it sounds like. He's, oh yeah, like, how do you oh, not have my gosh? <laughs> okay, so this won't be a weird transition at all. That my lighting is all different, but whatever. <laughs> It'll be great. Yeah. So yeah, so when when that hundred dollars grows to a thousand within a couple of days and then comes crashing to a zero, people start to get a sense of when they see that thousand dollars, like, oh, this is now my money. Um, almost like the casino when you're like playing with the house's money, you know, one of the, my, my personal methods is anytime I'm up, I put a couple of chips in my pocket so that I've always bringing back what I put in and then I'm playing with the house's money. And then if I, if I lose it, I lose it, but not a lot of people have that mentality. And this is like really serious. You know, a lot of people are losing a substantial of their net worth, um, and their investments and hard earned dollars. And it's, it's it's a tough thing to see um, and to to kind of be that um, kind of outside party because I'm I have not I'm fortunate enough to not have um, been super impacted by that but um, a lot of people are and my like yeah. my heart is going out to people who have I mean the Terra Luna um, issues yeah, and, and Terra it's Luna Celsius and well I think that's you know, to your point, why the Labor Department has, I don't know if you saw, but Fidelity is looking to offer Bitcoin as part of 401k plans. I did and, not see that. Um, the Labor Department is pushing back against that and looking at uh, rules to even not allow that um, because they feel that it's too volatile of a asset class right now for people to put their hard earned savings into retirement. Um We'll see what happens. So, there's a smaller. I'm going to play devil's advocate here for mm-hmm. a second because there's also a part of me that I understand protecting people, right? But if I go, like you were just talking about, Jenna, if you go to the casino, you're able to spend whatever you want, put, you know, no, it's true. It's America. You need and to be able bet, to make your own right? decisions. It's free markets. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah. When the government tries to control what I, if I can buy Bitcoin or not, why, like, what's the difference between me buying Bitcoin or going to the casino and putting, you know, a thousand dollars down on red? Absolutely. A hundred percent. You know, I, I hear that argument and I think it's, it's a, a prudent point and it's striking a balance and it's like reading the fine print, basically. You know, right. I just think that there needs to be guardrails put in place, investor mm-hmm. protections, so yeah. that it's not 
I guess to borrow a phrase from Gary Gensler, the wild, wild west. Uh, So, you know, yeah. And we have that with our stock market today, right? People go in and they can Mm -hmm. can lose a lot of money in the stock market too, Mm -hmm. but there are rules in place. And so I think that's really what um, we're getting at. But to your point, like, yeah, I don't know. It's a philosophical argument as well. You know, does the government have a right to come in and say, no, you can't put Bitcoin in your 401k? Right. Right. Yeah. So um, we're we're talking a lot about what's going on in the world today. I would love to hear from you. And I'm sure you hear every sort of um, idea and hypothesis. Like, where do you think the world of crypto or even NFT specifically is going? Where do you think the future is? So uh, I think that NFTs, their applications, as I kind of alluded to earlier, are here to stay. I think that the applications have so many immense opportunities. We can't even think of all of them right now. Like ticketing is one, for instance, that we're starting Mm -hmm. to see where um, tickets become even more valuable as a collectible, not just as a way to enter an event. Um, Mm -hmm. It also becomes a way to foster a community around um, certain things. Um, It could be if you're an artist creating a community around yourself, right? And, Mm -hmm. And doing special giveaways and that kind of thing. Um, it becomes also something that corporate America can adopt in the form of smart contracts. Um, and we talked about using it as a bundle of rights for IP. Um, you know, maybe one day, I don't know, do we see it applied for passports? Um, I think MIT actually used it for diplomas. Um, so really, there's no shortage of potential applications I think for NFTs, well, I mean, even more- you could even add in like driver's license, your mm-hmm. vehicle Medical registration. Record. Absolutely. I, like you talked about earlier, the for housing, you know, transferring of deeds. Real so estate. Many- Absolutely. Yeah. I yeah. think that there is the, the applications are immense. It's not just collectibles, it's not just art, it's, yeah. uh, it's, it's more than that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And so you said something before we started recording that we were like, oh, we, we need to record this. And so we were talking about the price of Bitcoin because I opened up my phone and was looking at where it is. And today is June 17th. It is 1210 Eastern time that we're recording this. And the price of Bitcoin was, is at 20669 right now. You said something about 19,000 and I said, wait, do you think that's where it's going? And oh, well, like I, like I said, if I had a crystal ball, you know, right. I'd be a lot richer than I am today. Wouldn't we? <laughs> and and calling, calling the trends in crypto, I think is that much more difficult than even if you're a technician in the stock market calling. Oh, that. Yeah. So let you know let me put mm-hmm. that disclaimer on <laughs> is it i do think though that we are going to be under pressure as i mentioned if the fed is going to continue hiking rates which i think they will fed chair powell looking at potential another 75 to 50 basis point hike next meeting so i think that the volatility is going to continue to reign and remember some people will view crypto as a store of value against inflation if the fed's fighting inflation inflation's coming down then what happens mm-hmm. Right. And so so long as you continue to see these correlations, I think, between stocks and equity, I mean, um, crypto and equities, I think you will continue to see um, possible downward pressure. Yeah, 
I, I, I agree with that. It's difficult um, to call the bottom. I'm not going to make it, that call. Totally. <laughs> yeah. Not gonna right. if, if, you do get, if you do find that crystal ball, just, you know, throw a little couple of tips. Throw, over throw a little bit. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Give us a call. Yeah. yeah. And I think no, um, it, it is funny, though, because I've actually heard that number from a few people. And I don't know. The 19,000 level? Yeah. I've, okay. I've heard it from. I, I spoke to somebody last week and they said that they were hearing that number from like their Yeah, no, it's, it's totally no, possible. It's, I, I got to be honest, technicians, I talk to these technicians and they'll make these forecasts and then the market right. just blows. The market right does, really does, does. You know, right? there's so many people I talked to at the end of last year, like it's going higher for sure. It's going higher. And we've seen what's happened. So yeah. it's very, very difficult to call. It's just it's so nascent. Like I said, there's not enough people yeah. in the space. There's not enough liquidity right now. Yeah. And I would love I to um, just hear kind of, as we, we begin to wrap kind of, uh, you know, we are at the Nifty Chicks. Our mission is to bring more women into the world of NFTs. Mm -hmm. And um, there's a lot of, we talked about some of the hurdles that are preventing, I think, women from flooding this space, right? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, education, access, things like that. Um, I would love to hear from you uh, kind of what your experience has been in a very male dominant space and the things that you've needed to do to make yourself heard, your voice heard, your you respected in the space. Um, I want to hear from you kind of what that journey has been like for you, um, because essentially all of us women in the NFT space are outnumbered by men. And sometimes we need to make ourselves heard and present. And I would love to hear because you are have an incredible, successful career at Yahoo Finance. Um, and as a journalist, I want to hear some of the, the things that you have done to make yourself respected and heard. Well, thank you for that, Jenna. I mean, I think it's it's even broader than NFTs, right? It's finance in general. And for me, I think that even started back when I was in undergraduate business school. Um, I was like the one chick, since we're on nifty chicks, <laughs> uh, I was the one chick in uh, male-dominated um, classrooms. And our um, method of study was uh, modeled after Harvard Business School was very group-oriented. And so I was generally like the only girl amongst a group of guys. And I think the way starting there, I learned the way to differentiate yourself is to educate yourself as much as possible, to be highly well read and to speak up and share your opinions and stick to your opinions, not to be swayed by other people and have value, find value in your own convictions and own beliefs and own conclusions based on the information that you've read and gathered. And I think once you begin to impart your perspective, which I'm sure will be unique, people will sit up and listen, whether it's male or female. Mm -hmm. I love that. That's I do awesome. too. Yeah. Great. Great. This has been fantastic. Thank you, Jennifer, so much for being here on the Nifty Chicks. Thank you so um, much what, for having me. It's been a ball. It feels like a, a you know, a coffee session. Right. <laughs> So what is the best way to find you, to connect with you? I am, um, in terms of socials, I guess, are you asking? Yeah. I am uh -huh. on Twitter at Jenniferisms. 
Uh, and I'm <laughs> that's so cute. I love that. You. And I'm on iTunes at Jennifer Tunes. I do singing and songwriting on the side. So my Insta is um, oh, awesome. a little bit more singing oriented, but I do some crypto on there too. So, I and, and I think that's one of the reasons why also I think NFTs are going to be um, a big runway in future for the music industry. So, yeah, I agree oh, that's that. close to home. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Sounds great. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jennifer. This has been awesome. And we will be, um, you know, circling back with you. I uh, can't wait to continue watching you and following you um, and your journey at Yahoo and your successful career wherever it takes you. Oh, thank you so much. You guys have been so lovely. It's uh, been a real pleasure to be on with you today and hope oh. to be on again soon. Absolutely. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Thanks, ladies. All right. Uh, wow. That was awesome. Such a different perspective than what we're used to. We're talking usually to a lot of artists and we just got a great insider scoop on the technical side of the markets. So, so cool. What'd you think? I loved it. I think that she is amazing. Uh, I, like you said, I would love to have her back on the show. I mean, maybe it's even like we bring her back every month or every, you know, so often for like updates or, or something like that on what's going on in the market. I love that idea. I love that idea. Yeah. She's obviously super knowledgeable, always talking to some of the heavy hitters in the world of crypto and the finance space. So, um, I say yes. Let's let's make her kind of a little bit of regular if she's if she's willing to and open to do yeah. that. Yeah. So that being said, I would love to hear what you guys, our listeners, think about having Jennifer back on the show on a somewhat regular basis. Um, be sure to send us your feedback. Let us know what you think. You can reach us on any of our socials. We are at the Nifty Chicks. That is at the nifty n-i-f-t-y chicks c-h-i-c-k-s you can find us on all the socials at the nifty chicks that's right we want to hear from you and as always thank you so much guys for listening to the nifty chicks always remember invest in yourself you are worth it Please listen carefully to the following disclaimer. Neither the host nor the guests of the Nifty Chicks podcast are acting in the capacity of financial advisors. We wish to remain transparent and impartial to the NFT community at all times, and therefore, the content provided by the Nifty Chicks hosts and guests are intended for general information purposes only. Nothing written or discussed by the Nifty Chicks hosts and guests should be construed or relied upon as investment, financial, legal, regulatory, accounting, tax, or similar advice. Nothing should be interpreted as a solicitation to invest in any cryptocurrency or NFT, and nothing herein should be construed as a recommendation to engage in any investment strategy or transaction. Please be advised that it is in your own best interest to consult with investment, legal, tax, or similar professionals regarding any specific situation and any prospective transaction decisions. You must do your own research when considering investing in cryptocurrencies or NFTs. We are simply sharing our journey with you as we learn more about the world of NFTs. Happy minting.